Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And it is not Steve Jones yet, but he will be along shortly. He and Kevin Hur are participating in the Truman H. Hurdy Golf Tournament at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club, and we're going to be live from there coming up in just a few minutes here on the Wednesday edition of the Steve Jones Show. Chad Hersberger with you here in the producer chair filling in for Matt Catrillo. Back on the radio after a little summer hiatus. Glad to be with Steve and Kevin and the gang down at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club today. We'll be checking in with them in just a few minutes as they're finishing up their round of golf as the Purdy Tournament raises money for the Central Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Going on right now uh, in the sports world in Major League Baseball, a couple games going on at the top of the sixth. It is the Mets over the Reds, 7-2. to two. In the bottom of the third, Milwaukee's leading uh, Tampa Bay 2-1. to one. And in, also in the bottom of the third, we've got uh, Washington with one and Chicago with zero. Those games going on in Major League Baseball this afternoon. And we'll keep tabs on them for you as well as the next two hours progresses right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Like I said, we're going to check in down at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club where Steve Jones will be live. Kevin Hur's down there. And uh, they will bring us all the details on what's going on as they finish up their round of golf in this charity golf tournament, which is always fun every year, not only for uh, the participants, but us here at the radio station as we broadcast live from the tournament. So we'll be back and we will check in with them coming up right here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. There is nothing like going to any event and this plays and the suit starts to moonwalk. It really is quite a scene. All right, great to have you with us. The suit will be joining us here shortly. As soon as his round is over, we have spotted him at several wooded areas along the course. We are adjacent to the ninth hole here at the beautiful Susquehanna Valley Country Club and the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. And the Purdy family, which has been phenomenal over the years with people making donations to the cause, and it shows you how special this area is when you have a group like Purdy Insurance put together something like this and pick out a charity like the Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Matt Catrillo was not here. He's on vacation. Kevin and I thought the cause was more important, so we moved our vacations to different times. Just kidding. Matt's also thoroughly depressed. The Cardinals took three from the Yankees, and the Yankees got shut out again last night. Other than that, it's going well for him. So let's get everybody up to date on what is going on. Uh, Penn State football went back to work yesterday. 
They are going to go again today and then tomorrow. A little more hitting is going to take place tomorrow uh, for them. And that's where they are at this stage. Uh, You have a lot of veterans. The media is going to get a chance to peek in and look at Penn State at tonight's practice, but also BTN is going to be there tonight. So Dave Refson, Jerry DiNardo, Howard Griffith will be on hand for a look at the Penn State camp plus the interviews that go with it. And uh, <clears throat> and they do this every year. And look, that's that's what is important when you do have a regional network such as that, that the regional network or the conference network, they get out and they at least see elements in person. You cannot put a price on what elements in person mean to how you cover. You have a better idea of the depth, a better idea of the speed, a better idea of the size. You can look at video all you want. And video is important. There's no question. And it's great to have video. But there's nothing like having your own eyes see the speed, the competition, and all the other elements that go with it. And that is why being on hand, you know, people say, why do you go to so many practices during the course of a season? Because you don't know what you're going to miss. You don't know what you're going to miss. And so football, basketball, that's why I'm going to as many practices as possible. I was there last night. Now, Jack Ham is there tonight because I'm here. Jack is there tonight, so Jack's going to be my eyes, and I'll talk to him tomorrow as to what he sees. And then uh, we're both going to watch them tomorrow night when they practice as well. Then they're going to get Friday off because Friday is finals. Uh, You have to remember that Penn State has the two six-week sessions. And because they have the two six-week sessions, Penn State starts its practice schedule uh, while classes are still going on. So you'd have to have the mandatory one day off a week. Well, they had Thursday off last week. They had Monday off this week, but they're going to get Friday off as well because Friday's finals. And because Friday is finals, they're going to get that day off. And then you've got that nine-day gap between finals on Friday, uh, the 12th, and the start of classes, which will be on the 22nd. So between the 13th, between the 13th and the 21st, it's going to be all out for them, and they don't have to take a break. And that's essentially what the schedule is going to be like. And at that point, that last stage right there will be the stage that really determines what they think is the preseason depth chart and will then also be part of the decision-making as to who goes to scout team and then who gets to the travel team. And that's how it's going to play out. <laughs> so that is uh, what they're doing with football at this point. And they're back to work today. So BTM will be there tonight. And, again, they, you know, it, and I've talked to Dave Revson about this, and that's one of the reasons why Dave Revson in basketball will do play-by-play of a game 
because that gives him a chance that when he goes back to the studio, he will have seen every team play a game in person, and it gives him a better read on what some people can and can't do, and that's important. Uh, so that's why. So Dave gets out there and sees it, and it's important that he sees it because it just gives you a better read along the way. Ah, there we go. Troutman's Food Service pulling out for the day. They provided lunch for us today. Outstanding, I might add. The soup, by the way, we have set out a search party for the soup. We don't know where he is. We don't know what hole he's on. We don't know if he's ever coming back. We don't know if he's showing up at the show. We have no idea. It's what makes him special. One more hole. That could take an hour. I mean, have you seen him play? Right? Okay? Most of the time, they're looking for his ball. All right. One more hole. Notice how we finished on time. I mean, and then there's the world... Okay? I'm the sun, you're the planets. Everybody circles around him. All right. I've always enjoyed being here, and part of doing the show up here is I have the greatest view on the face of the earth. Look at the mountains over the valley. It's just incredible. Yeah. Now, the view is going to dramatically change when the suit gets here. I won't be able to see the mountains. Because he'll be sitting to my left, and I'll look left, and I'll just see him. All right. 65-inch TV. Angle. Angle. That's going to be yours. That 65-inch TV, it's got your name written all over it. Good. Go for it. It's your baby. We can make it work. I have a plan. I'm on now. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the suit. Who has one all to play? That's a shock, right? But then again, when you're the sun and the planets all orbit around you, that's what makes you special. <laughs> Steve Engel played. Steve Engel played a terrific round of golf today. So did Craig. No, you did. Craig and Bill Purdy played great. I, I would say it's safe to say you and I played better today than we did last year, both of us. Both of us played better, right? Especially for me, my last, what, six holes? Last six holes, I played way better. Team effort. All day. So, we might sneak in somewhere. We did all right. So, hey, water would be great. If you give me water, that would be great. So... I'd ask the suit to bring it, but he's still out there playing. Unbelievable. Where do we find this guy? Having a putting contest on the green. Very nice. All right. We're adjacent to the ninth hole. So let's uh, really, is, to be honest with you, it's a pretty slow news day, which is fine. I have no problem with it being a slow news day. Um, and the uh, it's good to have that once in a while. 
Hey, there's been a lot of talk yesterday about the TV contracts and so forth. Hey, Steve, thanks so much. There we go. Oh, little Brewers outlet water. Perfect. You better believe it. You go with the sponsor every time. Best water on the planet. Ah, that tastes good, too. Oh, that tastes good. Wonderful. Brewers Outlet, our Friday sponsor. Purdy Insurance, of course, our Monday sponsor. And, of course, we're always in the Sunbury Motor Studio, which is mobile today. Mobile. All right. So, yeah, it's a little slower today. It's fine. Uh, you know, we're waiting to see what the final outlook's going to be when it comes to the um, Big Ten TV contract. It looks like it's uh, the part that we're all waiting to see is what is the streaming element of it and how much is it? Because that's one thing about Apple and Amazon. To their credit, they have shown the ability to overpay because they want to get they want to get to be a part of it. They've both expanded sports. Apple TV is now the MLS on a 10-year deal, and they have a Major League Baseball contract. Amazon, of course, with Amazon Prime as Thursday Night Football. So you're seeing the two streaming outlets, the dominant streaming outlets, going heavy into sports. And that's the part we're not sure about yet is what is a potential streaming package for the Big Ten look like. We know Fox has got its part. It looks now like CBS is going to get its part. It looks like NBC is going to get the primetime part. NBC and CBS, according to Andrew Marchand, are going to pay $350 million apiece. So that gets you to the $700 million mark. And say, for example, and I'm just throwing a number out there. Say, for example, it's a minimum of $500 million for Fox, or even let's even go more so. Say it's $600 million for Fox to have the A package, because that's the A package. Say it's $600 million, and you come up with a $200 million dollar, right, streaming package. You're talking about almost $1.5 to $1.6 billion. That's $100 million per school. It's $100 million per school. So that's what you're looking at. How does it divide out for everybody? With ESPN dropping out, that looks better for the Big 12, and it looks better for the Pac-10. And I'm referring to it now as the Pac-10 because that's what they have remaining. If they expand and add a couple of them, we'll, we'll put a different number to it. But the Pac-10. And that's what it looks like. And I've talked about this many times about the grant of rights. If the grant of rights were so easy to break, why is Texas and Oklahoma, why are they playing in the Big 12 this year? They don't want to break the grant of rights and how expensive it is. Why aren't UCLA and USC playing in the Big Ten next year? Organizationally good, but they don't want to break the grant of rights. So the grant of rights, the way it's written, must be far more difficult to get out of than people realize. And I know that The Athletic has looked at some of the contracts. And when they've looked at some of the contracts, they've looked at, the, for example, the ACC contract, The Athletic looked at that. And when they did, <coughs> their legal experts said this is very difficult to get out of. 
Now, Jack Swarbrick did say that the Big Ten deal with NBC is perfect for Notre Dame. So it puts him in a good position. Uh, he talked to the athletic, and in it, he reiterated any situation in which Notre Dame football joined a conference. He did not suggest one league over another. And of course, their media rights deal with NBC runs out after the 25 season. Coming up, maybe the suit will be finished. Maybe. We hope. We think we're not sure. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key, where it's 11 and 15, almost warping online at sunburymotors.com. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motor Studios mobile today. We're at the beautiful Susquehanna Valley Country Club for the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Fabulous turnout today. Everybody here making a difference. Great to see Tom Mertz over there. As our Sunbury Motor Studio is mobile today. So far, no suit. No suit. He's lost in the wilderness. We can't find him. There is no suit. So back to Notre Dame for a moment. Let's get to this. Uh... He talked about the Big Ten media rights with Fox, CBS, and NBC. Swarbrick, the Notre Dame athletic director, reiterated to the athletic that any situation in which Notre Dame football joined a conference, and he did not suggest one league over another, would likely come from the school losing a broadcast partner, losing access to the college football playoff, or losing a home for its Olympic sports. Now, right now, for the Olympic sports, they're part of the ACC. Notre Dame's media rights deal with NBC runs through 2025, as I mentioned in the previous half hour. The four-team college football playoff structure runs through 2026. Swarbrick, of course, was part of the group that endorsed a 12-team model. This may go to 16 before it's all said and done. He suggested that Notre Dame would enter into a new media rights deal early. He was also clear that NBC entering into business with the Big Ten, in his opinion, is a positive for Notre Dame. Notre Dame was supportive of NBC adding college football inventory. In other words, Notre Dame football in the afternoon, Big Ten at night. It's unclear how much that change would boost the revenue available to Notre Dame in a future NBC contract. Now, remember, part of the deal of getting the Big Ten and it's said to be in the neighborhood of $350 million a year. We'll see how accurate that number is. 
NBC had an extra 100 million per year to play with because they exited through attrition their NHL deal, which was 100 million a year. So they had that to play with, which they then kicked in to their deal with obviously the Big Ten once it's finally announced. Uh, Swarbrick said, and he's right, the more broadcasters, major networks we keep involved in college football, the better it is for everybody because they're invested. They want to promote the game. And Swarbrick's correct about that. They want additional property. So I think it was a brilliant strategy by Kevin Warren. I think it played out marvelously for him. The time he could not have been better. I think they finally, uh, when they finally announce the number, it's going to be an amazing one. But it's also perfect, he said, quote, for Notre Dame. We need NBC to have more college football to more effectively promote our games and to talk about our games and to have NBC be seen in that light. So it was great for us that they got a big piece of this. And I've always felt that, that having the one entity of just NBC and Notre Dame football was good for Notre Dame, but I always felt that having a second entity would make it even better. Because now you feel like it's a full day and not just a one-off. And, I, you know, and I've always felt that about the Notre Dame situation. Always have. And uh, if Swarbeck made any suggestion of conference affiliation benefiting Notre Dame, it was a nod toward geography, a factor that would seem to benefit the Big Ten, even as it expands to Los Angeles. Now, look, but there's a part to Los Angeles, though, remember. Who was added by the Big Ten? USC. Who's the major? Who is the major rival for Notre Dame? USC. So it's not just the Midwest. It's having USC there as well. It's so hard for our kids to travel the way they do. When they're going to Tallahassee and you start with a bus trip to Midway, then you have to connect once along the way before you get there and they're on a bus trying to get to campus it's probably 18 16 hours that's you've been involved in traveling that's tough to be a pre-med major or a finance major and do that so we're always looking for ways to make scheduling easier but it's media it's the college football playoff it's our olympic sports now being in the big 10 would solve a lot of that because it's a bus trip to northwestern a bus trip to michigan michigan state a bus trip to ohio state a bus trip to illinois a bus trip to indiana a bus trip to purdue that's always been the best route for them always has but they've always wanted to maintain their independence uh he then said it's tough when probably your most probably uh, promising situation is also the one that's so remote. I think we're going to have a couple of more years of this absolute mess when it comes to name, image, and likeness. He did not anticipate any imminent help from the federal government, but he acknowledged it's the best solution. We'll see. I mean, every state has different laws. So Indiana's law is different than Pennsylvania's. Ohio's law is different than Texas. That's why the unity of it. We should get, might as well talk about the cause. You got a chance to do that? Hey, would you grab a headset there? Because obviously the suit is lost on some hole somewhere, Adam. 
I mean, he's. I mean, I'm talking like he is lost. Uh, in fact, we've sent out a search party. Right? Thank goodness for the Red Cross. I mean, we called them. <laughs> Who would we lose out there? The suit. <laughs> oh, the suit. Of I forgot about him. Have a seat. How'd you do today, Steve? Uh, team, I want to say seven or eight. Over? Uh, under. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Nice. You guys, we almost we almost tied. Uh, you guys were double? We double were minus digits. nine. So that Good. Was, we nice round. That, but Good yeah, round. I just want to say thank you, Steve. Oh. I always appreciate you coming out and supporting yeah. our event here. I oh, uh, hope you had a blast. And I, I couldn't have had a better time. Yeah. It's one of those situations where, I, where every time I come here, you know, I played with you, which is a blast. And then the last few years, it's been Steve, Craig, Craig and Bill. And, Bill yep. and we just have so much fun, and it's relaxing. And everybody has some laughs, and we kid around. And, you know, and we talk about a couple of other things, but it's like talk among friends. Yeah. You know, and at one point, we were talking about the length of a round. You know, if you just go out on an average Saturday, I mean, do you want to play five hours? Right. No. Right. So yeah, today t- today take a while, but it's different when it's this. Yeah. Yeah, and today, you know, and, and like you said, today it's you know it's all about spending time with your friends and and folks in the community, and you know supporting the cause here with the YMCA and and it's events like this you don't you don't mind if it's a five or six hour round because it's it's you know it's for a good cause obviously and and the Y has been you know such an, uh, a vital part of our community and it's great for us to be able to come out and spend some time and raise some money for them. Um, and I, I don't have the numbers here at the moment, but I would assume we'll do over $20,000 oh, in net proceeds so, again yeah. this year. So it's uh, it's going to be another good year for the Y. You could send the funds anywhere you wanted with this. Correct. there are a lot of worthy charities. Right. Why the Y? It's just one of those organizations that we all have uh, have children that have participated in programs there. My grandfather, Truman, was a long-standing member of their board of directors. Um, my uncle Craig, I think, is still on their board, and we just they're you know they're a vital part of the community, and they they do so many good things for for children and, and adults alike, and it's just a great great organization. Um, and all the money that we raise here today goes to help underwrite uh, children's programs. So kids that may that uh, you know may not have an opportunity to participate in some of these activities at the Y, this money will help offset that cost. You heard the feedback. Yeah. Because somebody was playing with the dial. So my the suit was messing with of us. Of course. Right. I mean, there's certain <laughs> people, like, they want they don't want to be upstaged, so they try to wreck your segment. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just certain people that are like just, We just found that guy. Yeah. I've known <laughs> it for years. So... Adam, along the way, this tournament has, like other elements around here, survived a pandemic. Correct. What does it tell you, all of us, about the area that now here we are and it's thriving again? I I think it just, you know, it it speaks volumes for the community and, and you know, the the community we live in and the support that everybody's willing to give us, um, you know, that we were able to survive the pandemic and actually come through it stronger and have just as high a participation now as we have in the past and we we went in 2020 we went to the the one flight model which actually helped us um you know scaled scaled it down a little bit from 50 teams down to 34 or 35 but it enabled us to raise more money um be more profitable and at the end of the day that's that's what we're here to do today is raise money for the ymca um and again just thank everybody that that came out today and all of our generous supporters we have you know we have i don't have the program in front of me but just so many people you you know you want to thank um but they're you know generous with their time and their money and that's what really makes this a success and 
every once in a while, less can be more. And it just seems, since you went to the one flight, yes, it's fewer teams. Right. But it seemed like a more relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the, you know, the mid-morning start to me is nice. Yeah. You don't have to get up and rush around. You have have lunch at the turn. As the guy that drove into that. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. And, you know, it was it was tough. We were doing the, the 8 and then the 1 o'clock, and you're doing the turn, you know, to yeah. get all the carts in from the morning. And it, and the, it looked great to have 50 teams. But, again, it was just a lot to manage, and, and it's just um, – it's worked out, I think, to to our um, benefit having this, the the one flight and just uh, it, like I said, it just seems more relaxed, more enjoyable, and people really just seem to enjoy coming out and spending the day out here. Back to the idea of getting through the pandemic. What does it tell you from a business point of view about the kind of job your team did to negotiate the pandemic and get us to this point as a business? It's you know. It, I think it just shows everybody, not just us, but everybody's resiliency that we yeah. were able to kind of bounce back, you know, and, and everybody was in the same boat, um, and everybody had to scramble and figure things out, um, and I'd like to think from our business perspective, we, we were able to move quickly and, and do a lot of things to keep us moving and, and still be able to provide the service that our customers expect, um, and I think everybody else did too. They all figured it out, and, you know, and everybody was going through the same thing, and, and um, you know, everybody got through it, and I think everybody is better on the back end of it to be honest. I also know how much the name means to you. How important, you know, to let everybody know, how important it is of the Purdy name that you and your group uphold it every single day with the highest level of professionalism that you do. Yeah. I mean, it means, you know, it means it means a lot to us, obviously, and it's, it's great that we are able to continue that tradition that my grandfather I think had established yeah. of giving back to the community and not just being a good um, you know not just being a good business member in the community but a good steward for the community and, and getting involved where we can and as we can um, and you know just being active and being you know being that active participant within our local community feel badly I screwed up that putt on 14 because <laughs> I could have been closer to you than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a few there of were beverages, two. by the way, involved. Yeah, there were. That's right. I, I, I think I think you guys owe us one. I, I do. Uh, all right. I'll I, go. I'll go hit Craig and Bill up for that. Yeah, get it from Craig. I'll tell you, I'm, I'll get it out of their pocket. Yeah, I know you will. Thank you so much Steve, for, thank you. for inviting us here, having us here, allowing us to be a part of this special event every yeah, year. It means you. a lot to yep. us to be here. Well, we appreciate you coming down and all the support you've given us over the years and Sunbury Broadcasting with all the advertisement and, and support and getting the word out for us to help support the cause. So thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. Yep. Appreciate you. Thank you. And the entire Purdy group. We'll come back with more in a moment. The suit is out of the woods and is with us. We'd like to thank, by the way, the Coast Guard and the Red Cross for stepping in and also the Salvation Army for finding him. As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of 
your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Play a six-and-a-half-hour round at a scramble. I, I was taking my time putting the, this this time. Taking your time? Yes. That's your whole life. It was today. I dropped a 40-footer today. I, uh, I dropped... heard that was a great par. <laughs> no, it was not for par. I actually dropped seven birdie putts today. Seven birdie putts. On fire. I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know if we beat Steve in the Purdies or not. It uh, there, there's been discussion about how it's going to come out in the flights, but um, uh, you didn't win. No. Well, <laughs> you didn't. thanks. <laughs> thanks for ruining the suspense. Well, I just figured I'd point it out to you. You didn't win. <laughs> no, I got a new putter this year. First time I've had it out. I hit it twice on one hole. <laughs> Listen, I knew you wouldn't believe this because you played golf with me many times. There's no way. I said, I said to Chad Evans, we're in the hole. I, I said, we dropped that one for uh, 40 foot. I said, there's no way Steve's going to believe this, and we have no recording of it. Anything you do in a positive light, really in any phase of life, I do want video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, we, we had a good day. Bogey two holes. Bogey the first hole we played. Bogey the last hole we played. <laughs> wow. Uh, we what? We bogeyed the third hole, right? The par three. The par three next the to the road. Yeah. Pain in the neck. That's the one that you almost hold out a couple of years ago. Yes, I did. Uh, no. When I almost, I mean, I I've hit I've hit some good shots there, but uh, the. Fifth uphill. Okay, that's the one I almost hold out. I got four inches. Oh, that's right. That's one. right. It was, and and I did not hit the railing today. I hit a few trees, but you know that's you know that that's not out of the ordinary. No railings, no people, no carts. It was a rather dull day. Well, you know those little skull caps that. Players are not wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people I noticed in surrounding groups were wearing that and bicycle helmets. Yeah, that was oh, the other real. thing I saw a little bit of too. Yeah, thought it was strange. I didn't understand that. All right, at all. so high school football practice is underway, right? Well, heat acclimations are. Well, it's the acclim- same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you you're limited with what you could do with pads, and you gradually have to work your way up. Now, unlike. And you and I have talked about this for years. Unlike college football where you get a look at everybody in the spring and you have the early part of August to look at things, you really don't have that in high school football. You've got you've got some seven-on-sevens through the summer. You've got some workouts without pads. But when you start looking in depth at, you know, contact situations, man-on-man, offensive line, defensive line things – you really don't get into that until you get into the next two weeks or the two weeks before the regular season. And that's where you find out, you know, everything up until that point is just kind of speculation on how good teams are going to be. So what's your first game? Uh, the first game is coming up in, well, it was three weeks from yet from Friday. So it'll be two weeks from this Friday. It's a home game. 
and so Dave and I were play, talking. You don't play until the 26th? Uh, it's the last Friday in August. Oh, okay, 26th. Last Friday wow. in August. And uh, Chief and I, were, who were, Chief was playing golf with us today as well, we were talking about that today. And sad part is neither one of us could remember where. We know it's a home game, but the schedule changed this year uh, with the changing of the seating. And it's uh, Central Columbia at home this time. Now, they opened up with Central Columbia a few years ago, but with all the every two years, of course, the classifications change, so the conference divisions will change. So got a couple of things that have shuffled around a little bit, but not much has changed a whole lot in, in who's in AAA and, and uh, Quad A this year and 5A and all that. Great to see Bill Purdy over there. Bill played great today. And his twin grandsons, who are terrific baseball players, I got a full rundown on the two of them. Terrific baseball players. Got some beautiful pictures of you swinging the bat, running the bases. They've uh, been swinging the bat since. Good. They've been swinging the bat since probably about they, six months old. They are. They are good players. Nice swing as well. Today's show from the Susquehanna Valley Country Club at the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament. Sponsored by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, right over there in Hummel's Wharf. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, your home on Friday nights for Shikolami football and the Chief.